another struggle, another obstacle, another problem. Ain't no telling where I'm about to go. Ain't no telling what I'm about to do. But I don't need you telling me what I need to do or who I need to be. Just let me be free. Just at good morning, fellow Jesterians. What's up, man? How y'all doing? Good morning, Mr. Pickle. What's up? How you doing? Keep winning the world, bud. Oh man, life was going great. Life was good for the most part, but again. No, 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 you can't even say that, because fuck, you can't have, you can't know the light without knowing the darkness. That's why, how the fuck does this keep getting moved over? Um, so yeah, so, you know, you gotta take the good with the bad, because you, you need it. It's, oh shit, let's start this. Let's go ahead and start... Vaporizer, and we will see what we can come up with. <clears throat> but I was thinking about trying to figure out. Oh, I can't think of the word. What the fuck is the word? Um, I want to turn objects into gold, man. Hey, you, baby. Fuck yeah, what, what is that? I can't think of, the, of what that is called, man. Uh, shit. What the hell? You know what? I don't have... Let's, uh... We can research that shit. We don't have to sit here and wonder. So let's go... An amalgamist? It's uh, something. Okay, here we go. Ready? What do you call someone who's trying to turn everything into gold? Go. Let's see what that tells me. Uh, okay. You know what? You guys know what the fuck I'm talking about, because... Oh, duh. Let's go... We don't want that. What? Alchemist. That's it. An alchemist. <laughs> yes, I'm one... I'm, I want to become an alchemist. I want to figure out how to molecularly... Uh... Manipulate shit and turn it into gold. Hey, you, baby! <laughs> Such an idiot. Oh shit. But it doesn't matter. Because, well. Nothing really matters to me. That's. What am I doing? Oh, we're waiting for that to fill up, is what we're doing. And we are going back to the. Get that set up. And then we are going to stop this because the bag is full. Boink! And then bring it over to the lips. Good shit. Good shit. But there, 
there we were, right? We decided to go to Nepal. And where we uh, were in Kathmandu. And we were going to fucking climb Mount Everest. Because that's what we were going to do. So we started walking up to base camp. It was me and uh, two other dudes. I'm not going to tell you their names because, well, they're dead. Do you know why? I can't tell you. But I don't know why I even started to tell you that story because I, I can't tell you a goddamn thing about it. Which is weird, all right? I can't tell you what happened to those two men on the way to the base camp. Because it's confidential, man. Top secret. Classified. But, I bet you'd like to know, wouldn't you? <laughs> You're such a dick. But I can't tell you. So, don't bother asking. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious, man. But, so I walked, I walked back to Nepal. You know, just me. And I happened upon this little uh, cab stand on the side of the, of the uh, road. But there's nobody sitting there. Nobody tending the cab stand. Cabs were going by constantly. Throwing money in the basket. So I'm like, okay. I'll sit here. I sat there. I collected money for goddamn... I'm going to say... 12, 13, 14 hours. And... Uh, then just walked away. I mean, it was it was it was good shit. It was uh, it was just outside of Nepal. But then I uh, got back into the city proper, and I went to the main street, the market there, and I bought a ticket home because. A lot of shit happened on that trip, man. That was a rough time. But, I was young and dumb and needed money. What can I say, man? Yeah, lessons learned. Now, it's not something I would do now. Because I've learned that's the wrong way to, to operate yourself, man. Why, why did I put that over there? Let's go ahead and put this over here. And then we can dive right into the UFC. We can see what kind of bullshit they trying to sell us today. Just wanted to let you know about a fucking amazing sponsor we have. 71 Degrees and Cloudy. They're a awesome little smoke shop down in the heart of Lakewood, New York. Or you can find them at 710andcloudy.com. They have all your smoking accessories, everything you need to smoke. They have glass, they have incense, 
they have uh, dab rigs, they have dab pads, they have everything. Go check them out at 710andcloudy.com or at 50 Chautauqua Avenue in Lakewood, New York. Use the code word SWED10 and save 10% at checkout. Now let's get back to the show. President Biden is about to face a bunch of critics who complain that he has broken a promise. America is back. I speak today as President of the United States. Biden, what the fuck the he said. He has no idea what he's saying anyway. And I'm sending a clear <laughs> message to the world. America is back. So the president said soon after taking mm. office, he was going to restore the alliances that kept the U.S. safe and cut back on public clashes with allies for which cut, his predecessor you know was known. Hold on, hold Once on. Later, the United States is in the this, this, uh, to keep America safe. Do you understand how fucking corrupt the goddamn U.S. government is? Nobody wants to fucking work with us, man. Because of what we've done. Because of what we do. <laughs> oh, my God. of more clashes with allies. And that is the context of his speech to the United Nations today. We've got NPR White House correspondent Aisha Roscoe with us. Hi, Aisha. Good morning. A lot riding on this speech today. What can we expect from the president? Well, President Biden is going to make the case that the U.S. is closing the chapter on 20 years of war in Afghanistan and is now going to focus on diplomacy. He will talk about the need to work together to end the pandemic around the world and to address climate change. Oh, they don't want to end the pandemic because it's making money. The fuck are you talking about? about How far behind those countries are? Yes, that's what they're saying, but that's not what the fuck they're doing. That's why they're injecting the goddamn virus into people. I mean, he's oh, kind of been getting Come it from on. all directions recently. Well, There's, you know, hmm. the way that the U.S. withdrew from Afghanistan in particular. Uh, we got to mention France, which pulled its ambassador from Washington over this nuclear security deal that the U.S. made with Australia. Is any of that going to affect the way his message is going to be received? So the White House acknowledges that there are some issues, but the White House says that just because allies are questioning a decision, here's how White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki explained it yesterday. Reestablishing alliances doesn't mean that you won't have disagreements about how to approach any particular issue in the world. That is not the bar for having an alliance. Now, the thing about Biden is that he does have a really long history of backing the U.N. And people I talked to said that that's likely going to earn Biden a certain amount of goodwill, especially after former President uh, Donald Trump was so hostile to the U.N. Uh, So this moment gives Biden a chance to reset with allies and partners. What is the point of the story? Is it just sucking Joe Biden's dick? Told me that that's only going to go so far. Words are pretty hollow right now. And so there's going to need to be some action on the part of President Biden and the Biden administration. They can't just talk the talk. They actually have to walk the walk. All right. So what is what does the walk look like, Aisha? The White House one, is saying one, one it's starting this week. The Biden is going to have a like? big virtual summit tomorrow about the pandemic. Uh, and they've invited leaders and, and NGOs and the private sector to try to make commitments to boost vaccination rates around the world to help out poor countries. Then on Friday, he's invited members of the so-called Quad Coalition to the White House. That includes India, Japan, Australia, and the U.S. And they're going to talk about vaccines and how to counter China. 
Um, before you go, do we know anything more about where things stand between the Biden administration and France's President Emmanuel Macron? I mean, France was upset to say oh. the least that they were sort of cut out of this deal to sell nuclear submarines to Australia. And so Macron is not going to be at the U.N. in person. The White House says that Biden wants to talk to Macron on the phone to help smooth over these differences. This, this, but we don't know when that will this happen. Whole thing. Right, hasn't been scheduled yet. NPR White House correspondent Aisha Roscoe. Thank uh. you. Thank you. We're going to go next to Texas, where a doctor is facing lawsuits for performing an abortion in defiance of a new law. Of course. This is the law that bans most abortions after about six weeks of pregnancy. It's also the law with a creative enforcement provision. Ordinary citizens are invited to sue anybody who helps with an abortion. State officials are barred from enforcing the law, which made it impossible to go to court to stop them. The Supreme Court, you may recall, declined to block this law in advance. Now the case is going to court, though critics of abortion are not happy. And here, Sarah McCammon is following this and joins us now. Hey, Sarah. Good morning. Just start off by telling us more about the doctor who's being sued. Yeah, his name is Dr. Alan Braid. He's an abortion... See, I have voiced how I feel about abortion. I'm definitely pro-choice because... Why bring an unwanted child into this world... Why set this child off at a fucking disadvantage, man? That's fucking ridiculous. And this world's already hard hard enough. Let's let's add a couple more shits onto this kid, man. Fuck no no. Fuck fuck no. <laughs> Jesus, man. And and with this fucking law that you can they're they're encouraging you to fucking become snitches, man. Fuck that, man. That You're going to make money by becoming a snitch. Fuck. Fuck you and fuck that, man. That's not right. That's just that's not right. Writer from San Antonio, and over the weekend he wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post in which he said he'd intentionally violated this law in an effort to provoke a legal challenge to it. Hmm. He's now facing at least two lawsuits, and remember, as we said, SB8 bans most abortions in Texas and lets anyone file lawsuits against abortion providers or anyone else believed to have been involved in illegal abortions. These penalties for violations start at $10,000, creating a lot of incentive for people to file lawsuits. And that is what is beginning yeah. to happen, at See? least in one of yeah. these cases. And so who who's doing Give the suing? My money. Who's behind it's the suit? Yeah, one comes from an Arkansas man, man named Oscar Stilley, uh, and he describes himself in the I filing as a disbarred and over, disgraced man. former lawyer who is currently in house arrest. He's serving a 15-year federal sentence because for tax evasion and conspiracy charges. Stilley told the Washington Post he didn't file the lawsuit because of any strongly held beliefs about abortion, but largely because he was hoping to collect the money. He's asking for as much as $100,000. The other suit was filed by a man from Chicago, Felipe Gomez, who describes himself as pro-choice, and he is using this complaint to ask the courts to invalidate the Texas law. Hmm. But, Sarah, this is how the law was designed, right? I mean, it had this accountability mechanism. If a person breaks the law, they were going to be sued by ordinary civilians. So explain why anti-abortion groups aren't happy with this outcome. 
Right. They had hoped that the prospect of these penalties and litigation would stop Texas abortion providers from performing abortions beyond the limit in the law. Now, most providers in Texas say they are complying with the law, but not Dr. Braid. And now he's facing these two lawsuits. Again, don't fucking Texas tell me right what to, to do. Which pushed hard for SB8 That's the whole fucking pleased. thing, man. This isn't what they intended. Don't tell me what I can say, and can't quote, do. Both cases are self-serving legal I'm a grown-ass fucking human being. I can decide for myself. For their own purposes. I don't need anybody Sarah, to Dr. tell Dr. Braid, me who violated what to the do. Abortion law. Was he intentionally that's trying the fucking problem with all to these goddamn politicians is they think they're gods and that they can do whatever the fuck they want. Work? I mean, will this raise bigger Man, questions right now about whether the law will stand? Paying attention. I talked to Mary Ziegler, a Florida and, State and University law professor who focuses on reproductive rights, and she thinks so. They're she says anti-abortion groups who backed this law in Texas line, hoped it would prop lawsuits from like-minded people, but now that it's, it's taken effect, oh, it's being used term. in a variety but of other ways. As a vehicle for getting rid of the law, or just a vehicle for collecting money, and neither of those things, I think, uh, are what this, this Texas right to life had in mind. The problem, of course, is when you have a law where anyone can sue for any reason, there's no guarantee that they'll share the aims of Texas right to life. And there are several ongoing challenges to this law. This is just one more potential opportunity to test it in court. NPR Sarah McCammon, thank you. Thank you. Let me tell you a little bit about Shine On Botanicals. Shine On Botanicals is a family-run hemp farm. They grow the hemp so they can grow the cleanest, purest medicine that they know for their son who has suffered a traumatic, debilitating brain injury. They make it so he can have access to the purest medicine that they know. And now they want to bring it to you because it's an awesome product. I've been using it for months. We have anything from human tinctures to pet tinctures. CBD roll-on, it's awesome. CBD tinctures are awesome. I feel 20 years younger with all my creaks and groans gone. It's awesome. To place your orders, email the promoting jester at gmail.com. Tell them what you'd be interested in doing. They'll hook it up for you. They'll send you an invoice and everything will be set. Let's get back to the show. running and stop the U.S. from defaulting on its debts. Congressional Democrats want to do no, both. No, fuck the, same the U.S. Bill. government. Republicans object. They say Democrats are in charge in Washington and need to increase the debt limit on their own. Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer says both parties ran up the debt and both should own it. What Republicans are doing is nothing short of a dine and dash of historic proportions. NPR congressional correspondent Kelsey Snell this was the, is with us this morning. I'll get the words out. Hi, Kelsey. Hi, good morning. Uh, so conversations about the, so the debt ceiling and spending limits um, can be complicated. This, this, so we are turning to you for clarity. How many times have they increased this fucking debt limit? Whatever the fuck they mean by that. I mean, it's all just arbitrary. I mean, it's all just, oh, we're going to do... They can do whatever the fuck they want at sometimes, but when it comes to this, see, this is all a fucking game. It's a charade. And it's... I don't want it. How can nobody else do this? How many... They just keep raising this debt limit as if it doesn't matter because obviously it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Fucking, there's, like I said, it, it doesn't matter because eventually, within the next 20 years, could be sooner, fucking, 
we'll get that kill shot from the sun. And send us back into the fucking Stone Age. Or Bronze Age. Or whatever the fuck it is. Be pre... Pre... Uh, 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 I can't fucking think of the guy. Wow. Oh, you know what? Let's go back to... <laughs> Explain what is in the spending and debt limit bill that Democrats want to pass. Here's what Democrats have told us. They want to lift the borrowing the cap Democratic through the National end of 2022. So that means allowing the country to keep making payments on debt for money that has already been spent. And conveniently, that end of 2022 date pushes the debt debate after the midterm elections. Ah. Yes, and the federal funding portion of it uh, would go through the end of December of this year. It also <sighs> includes $14 billion for natural disasters from the past year and a half, but that doesn't include Hurricane Ida. They want to put an additional separate ten billion dollars alone for Ida relief. Yeah, There's also about six billion dollars for resettling refugees from Afghanistan, and this is, you know, it's meant to be I mean, a giant package anyway. of priorities. It's kind of an attempt to entice Republicans to vote for it, or at In least make years, them look bad if they vote no. It is, well, you know, a familiar standoff. Yeah, We've heard this yeah, before. Not, Spending man. and debt seem to keep coming up over and over and over why again. But this time, less than ten days to go before the fiscal year ends on September 30th, and but I said, uh, a government spending uh, bill, we do have another government shutdown. Whoa, well, uh, Senate Republicans have been saying for weeks that they wouldn't agree to a debt limit increase, and oh, oh, they oh. haven't given an inch on that, have they? Sounds a bit no, and nothing has really changed here. Senate Minority Leader nothing Mitch McConnell put out because a statement after Democrats back and forth, announced all this, and they saying that Democrats have decided to pass more than limit. $3 trillion dollars in new spending using budget rules to avoid Republican votes, to avoid a fight with Republicans, and they should have to use the same tools to increase the debt limit. Fucking he says Republicans support extending current ridiculous. government funding and the money for the disaster relief and the Afghan assistance. They just don't support the debt limit part. The way he phrased it is, and this is a quote, Democrats want to build a partisan future. And but he said, see, quote, Democrats are fully capable of owning this step themselves. Be mm. I mean, happen. He's this right. Isn't he? I mean, the Democrats could just go to saying, law. They could, I mean, but they'd have to go back and rewrite the instructions matter. for budget reconciliation, that process that they're using for the spending what? bills, and they could include <laughs> the debt limit there, but that oh also God, has risks. It assumes Democrats can pass it, the reconciliation bill, and that's this far happens. from a sure oh my God, right the now. There are huge divisions within the party over the overall size of that spending portion of the bill, the details of the tax policy, and the policy for renegotiating drug prices, just to name a few of the problems that Facing. Plus, as Democrats say, Republicans help spend this money, and Democrats want Republicans way. to you know, have their people, fingerprints man. on passing the extension. But if it comes down to keeping the government open or going it alone, I mean, it's 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 kind of an obvious choice for Democrats, right? We really don't know how this is going to resolve. Of course, and, you, you don't. Know, the last major debt limit standoff in 2011 so uh, got resolved, but it mm, led to a downgrade exactly in the country's creditworthiness. I think you know NPR what the fuck you're doing. NPR congressional correspondent Kelsey Snell. Thank you, Kelsey. Thanks for having me. Before we send off, we've got one more bit of news well, to leave you with this morning. I'm, Canada is still would, counting votes after not. yesterday's parliamentary maybe election. It appears Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has won, but he failed to secure a majority government. <laughs> Let me tell you about to the cloudvaporstore.com. That's where I got this lovely vaporizer that you're hearing in the background. Go check out tothecloudvaporstore.com and check out all the toys that they have on there. It's an amazing site. And at checkout, 
Use code JESTER to save 15% on your order. Now, let's get back to the show. And that is the UFC for September 21st. 2021. <laughs> if you have a news story that you'd like to submit to Getting High with the Jester, go to anchor.fm forward slash N O R R O D and leave a message. I will give you $5 worth of free advice on that news story. Let's get back to the show. That's an awesome idea. So this fucking, these fucking people, man, <laughs> these fucking people, like this, this entire episode was fluff. It was, it was, it was just words. It was just to make money. There was no, uh, it was like the first story. They were just sucking on illegitimate Joe's dick, just trying to build him up and say. What, what, what? And it... Uh, they were... Uh, honestly, that's that's the that's the point I, I, I got. I was, I was pretty stoned. I am pretty stoned. On the first one, I, I wasn't really paying attention. That was my bad. That was my bad. And I apologize. Because that's, that's not professional right there at all. You're an asshole. I know. And I, like, I, well, I'm sorry. It won't happen again. I will make a point to it to make sure that shit never happens again. Well, I will do my best to make sure it never happens again. I, I can't promise it won't. Um, the second story was about the abortion law in Texas. Um, we, I'm pro-choice because why would you want to bring unwanted children into this world and just have everything stacked against this kid. Fuck that. That's a horrible fucking idea. A horrible fucking system. Something needs to change about that. And. I can't. But but also with this law in Texas. They're, they're paying snitches. They're paying people to snitch. I'll give you money if you tell on me or tell on him. It's 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 fucked up. It, I I just I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Well, it's it's to bring, it's to make people not trust their fucking neighbors and report to the state, like North fucking Korea, man. What the fuck? That where is that? Is that where Texas is heading? Jesus, that's scary shit right there. Ooh. And the final story was about increasing the debt limit. That's not a story. I mean, how many times in my lifetime have they raised the debt limit? It doesn't fucking matter. They're going to raise the debt limit because they can't stop spending... They just, they can't stop it. They can't, they just cannot, they not spend. They have to spend money. So they're going to raise the fucking debt limit. 
And it really doesn't fucking matter anyway. But. Ooh-wee. God damn. I tried not to yell too much that time. Because, uh. I don't know. I got a little aggravated. I, I get aggravated sometimes. But now that I have some smokage, I should be a lot more calm. <laughs> Could you tell? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're, you're such an idiot. <laughs> but now it is time to see what Mr. Ben has to say for space weather. See what space weather is going to be for September 21st. 20, 21st. Well, what we're going to do right now, because I forgot, he did put up a special uh, video last night. Uh, he's right. He said it was going to be something I never thought I'd see on his channel. But hey, I can understand it. So let's uh, let's go ahead and play Last Lights Radio, and hopefully by then... For the most part, you are all here for the same reason. You have something in common. Despite various anxieties over changes on the earth or risks from the sun, and despite your hopes ranging from sustained calm to let's just get it over already, you all recognize and are curious to know more about and follow these changes as they relate to our way of life and our interaction with the planet, the sun, the galaxy, and beyond. It turns out, there are some people you've probably heard of who have something in common with you. Most of the time when I discuss individuals of varying celebrity, I'm making fun of something they've said. And when I'm being more serious, the chorus rises in the comment section that I should avoid politics or culture. Please. If you haven't been under a rock the last few years, you know this isn't politics. It's Agenda 21, the 30-30 plan, the new Green Deal, and the taking control of the world. This is our lives. When it's Bill Maher repeatedly having the stones to call out his own side for being hypocritical bad faith frauds, it's time to look in the mirror. When this lady implies that the false veil of public propaganda messaging is real and then stands her ground crushing her opposition, I get butterflies. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Today, I don't want to focus on the geopolitical revolt ongoing among literally everyone with a brain. I want to discuss the ones who have the prepping mind, eyes open mentality that brings you back here for the series, daily updates, and documentaries. Hopefully, we all recall the disaster plan of the world's richest man, Jeff Bezos, hollowing out a mountain right next to his launch facility in West Texas. The Sierra Diablos probably are going to fare quite well in the upcoming cyclical disaster, but if they don't, he can go up or down. I don't buy this tunnel stuff any more than the thousands of you who have publicly speculated about why Musk is so darn interested in digging down and going up. This is his, remember. If you didn't know that the rich are prepping, hope you enjoyed the ignorant bliss. Many are more ready and plan to stay steady than most people think about, and the number of celebrities with disaster prep is growing too. Zoe Deschanel has it ingrained in her, you can tell. George Clooney and his elite lawyer wife have more than fancy paintings in their residence, and the same goes for Lady Gaga. And Post Malone, free shout-out for Spencer Confidential on Netflix. Yeah, I watch stuff too. If you survive a catastrophe near Rhonda's residence, you should expect her to meet you in the aftermath and then pound your face in. But today, we're on to the Kardashians, and the last couple days, I have been keeping up. Some of you may have heard about her recent construction problems. Her neighbor basically claims she is building a bunker or vault underground. She says it's basically just an underground wellness area. 
If you saw her interest in survival bunkers a few months ago and it's hard for you to now buy that this isn't exactly the very same thing, then we have something in common. I just want to remind everyone that while the best possible evidence is the observational science and the ability to predict what happens next, when you see the celebrities turning on the powers that be, and when you see so many billionaires and celebrities taking actions that fall relatively in line with what you would do if you had their money and knew the science, the appropriate reaction is to come back to that mirror, look yourself in the eyes, and know you are on point. It's time to keep our heads up eyes open, and to use these signals of all kinds to inform our attention and action rather than a fear reaction. I'll see you in the morning for the daily update on all those secret little things you have in common with billionaires, celebrities, and secretive government organizations. Be safe, everyone. For the quote of the day, let us live so that when we come to die, even the undertaker will be sorry. Mark Twain. Be respectable. Be be the best version of yourself you can be, man. Smoke weed every day, man. <laughs> Make shit happen, man.